Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox and I'm excited we are on a new year and a new step. So exciting times tonight. We are on step four, compassion. And tonight is the introduction night, which means anything goes under the umbrella of compassion. So I am excited to see where this conversation will take us. Um, my beautiful co-host, Terry Sarah, isn't here yet, so we will hold the space for her to come shortly. And I'm excited we have a new guest on tonight. So please welcome Robin Locke. Good evening. How are you doing today or tonight? <laughs> I'm doing well, and we appreciate you being here with us. Glad to be here. Thank you. So, Robin, why don't you share with our listeners who it is you get to serve and what it is you get to do? I love to serve those who are looking for their purpose. And I don't discuss the life purpose. It's really more about the original purpose and why I believe we chose to be here. So it's all about finding that purpose and those who are seeking to find that is who I serve. And those who are looking to shift and change and move perhaps in a direction that they hadn't anticipated to seek more. Awesome. I love that. Yes, we are all about purpose um, and understanding and uh, participating in um, our our plan here for us. Uh, so that's exciting things. So. Um, my beautiful co-host, Terry Sarah, is here now. So how are you doing, uh, Terry? <laughs> I'm doing well, thank you. How are you doing? I am doing well. I am doing well. Good. Yeah. Robin? And Hi, Terry. <laughs> how are you? Good. <laughs> Since this is the beginning of a new year, uh, what... I know we, um, we've we already got a new year in Thrillers Generations time, but um, Terry, is there something you want to share about your new year and you're looking towards uh, the coming 2023? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think it's always a time when society takes a stop and and kind of looks at uh, moving forward, maybe reflecting on the previous year. It seems to be a, a common amount of time that the world stops and everyone has fireworks and Happy New Year and celebrates and, you know, just kind of like a new a new beginning. You know, uh, maybe there's mm-hmm. new hope, new commitment, new focus that people take on when this particular you know, benchmark in time occurs on a regular basis. So it's always nice. One thing that we are encouraged to do and that I always take as a uh, an opportunity is that as the previous year starts to end, I'll write 100 gratitudes. 
and it just ha- gives me that opportunity to look back and and uh, have that lens of gratitude for the different experiences that I've had. And it always surprises me how easily I can write 100 gratitudes. And just really this year, I focused on making them very explicit and not just a simple statement or a couple words, but a complete thought, a complete sentence or two about the the concept, the person, the situation, the whatever that I was expressing gratitude for. And that helps me to formulate, um, you know, maybe a continuation of something that I'd already started or a new way to look at something that I want to incorporate into my life, a new characteristic that I would like to cultivate more completely, or just a whole new concept that I want to um, to focus on. So this year, I, I don't like to set New Year's resolutions because I think that's a useless um, historical thing that's been done in the past. And there's so much research that shows that people by February, people have forgotten what they are. So I just, um, I like to set an intention because I set an intention every day, but an intention for my, my year. And so I, I do a lot. I, I'm able to accomplish a lot and, and can usually stay pretty focused, but I decided to this year take on uh, my intention to, to be active, to especially be active in the intentions I have around myself, what the things that I do for myself. So to have action be my, my focus. And that's because I set a daily intention and because I'm a list maker, um, I can actually, you know, quantify the actions that I've taken in a day and, and then kind of like set those up with my values and my, um, purpose and passion and kind of look at, am I being, am I taking action? Am I moving forward? And so that's kind of where I am for this. I, I worked on this Sunday, uh, which I think was the first day of the new year. And it came to mm-hmm. me that that would be something to work on or would be supportive in my intention. So mm-hmm. that was a long answer to a short question. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, going forward, for me, my intention is to um, stay focused on being willing and really upping my level of willingness in those areas that I would like it to be higher. Um, and uh, focusing on willingness will affect all of the areas of my life, not just one specific thing. Um, so I try to set an intention that way instead of focusing on um, one specific action that I might want to take um, in the new year, um, but just have a general attitude of being more willing. So that's my focus going into 2023. So let's get into compassion. And tonight, as I said, is introduction night. So Robin, what does compassion mean to you? You know, it's interesting, and, and first I just have to say that that was so, both, both of your responses were so lovely, and especially going into gratitude and the intention. It's just, um, it's just a lovely gift to give your audience. Um, so I would say on compassion, it, a couple of things came to me. The first was 
that you always want to look at how you get to compassion and is judgment how you assess whether or not you need to deal with someone with a compassionate nature with more compassion. And so it occurred to me that self-judgment is always what moves into place. And so we need to release self-judgment, especially dealing with compassion and move into self-love and into universal love because universal love is the key. It's a healing component in so many regards where you can move that energy into a weather occurrence or into a particular situation or to self-heal your body. So I kind of have gone full circle there, but that's, that's as I delved and contemplated on that topic, that's what I came up with. Mm-hmm. Love that. Thank you. Carrie? Yeah, I think uh, just building on that, I, I believe that compassion Compassion is an interesting word. It has so many different contexts, depending on your, you know, the understanding or the circumstances that you're um, practicing compassion. For me, uh, the the where I understood and realized that I was not being compassionate was to myself, and so that was my big my big aha that helped me to move to where I am now. Was that if I was more compassionate and understanding with myself and gave myself the same level of compassion that I gave others, that um, I would actually become much more compassionate um, because I wouldn't be beating myself up or striving to be perfect because I'm a recovering perfectionist. And just (laughs) being able to, that is definitely an addiction and uh, not something that I wanted to perpetuate in my life once I came to understand how important it was to love myself and that it wasn't being uh, self-centered. It was, to me, and in my faith system, it was doing exactly what God had asked us to do, and that was to love ourselves as we love our neighbors. And um, so that was a big thing for me. And in Fearless Living, we we discover our essential nature, which is something that we tend to neglect giving to ourselves. And so as I went through that process, I discovered that my essential nature was compassion, and that was giving myself compassion. And once I broke through that understanding, my whole life changed. And I was able to practice seeing myself as being of great value and having value to bring to the world and just changed my whole perspective. And so my active, my actions and my willingness to step out and love others. And so that was, that's kind of where I am in terms of compassion. It's compassion for myself. And when I have compassion for myself, I authentically have compassion for others. And the compassion means kindness all that you know Terry can I yes. comment on that because I think yes, that's absolutely. really lovely <laughs> and I started to chuckle because I have an event coming up in later this month and I and part of it deals with addiction and mm-hmm. I just added the need for perfection and the need for um, many of the things that you just you just commented on um, because it is an addictive quality, and it is <laughs> it is something that yeah. you know that we need to focus upon and recognize. So I just wanted to add that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. 
Yeah, we'll have time at the end for you to share um, all of the things that you have coming up that you want our listeners to know about. So definitely remember that and um, and bring it up. Um, I sure. think compassion, compassion for me is it's multi-layered. So you might say kindness, but um, compassionate being compassionate is more than just kindness. Um, and the tool that we're sharing this month is seeing innocence. And I think that seeing innocence is a huge part of compassion for me. Um, seeing our own innocence, seeing the innocence. We're not innately bad people. We're just trying to get our needs met the only way we know how. And most people don't know how to get their needs met in a healthy way. And so it's realizing that you may have tools that others don't have. You may have been taught things that others haven't been taught. Or others may not be in a position where they that they have to act in a way that is supportive and healthy and all of those good things. And so it's seeing your innocence, but it's also seeing others and being able to to um, have less judgment. And I think that's one of the challenges that I've faced is that I judge myself pretty bad. Um, not as bad as I used to, so I'm getting better. Um, I, I can judge myself pretty harshly. And so that can translate into me judging others harshly. Um, though usually I can shift it a lot faster when I am judging someone else than when I am judging me. Um, practicing that uh, scene of my own innocence, knowing that um, I'm doing the best thing and that uh, I, I don't have any evil intent. So, um, so yeah, so I think innocence, it's really great, innocence, sorry, compassion. Um, I think compassion is a really great word to define because it is not a dictionary definition. It means something different to everyone else. It looks like, it feels like, it sounds like something different to everyone. And so it's good to know how do you define it? What does it look like, feel like, you know, sound like to you so that, if you're feeling like you're not having, you're not getting compassion or you're not giving compassion, um, that you can explain it to someone. This is how I, how I, this, these are the things I need to hear. This is how I need to be treated. This is what compassion means or looks like to me. And then others can help us, you know, receive that compassion in a way that, we receive it, um, and vice versa. They can explain to us how they uh, need compassion. And so it's definitely a place to have a conversation about what does compassion mean to you, how do you receive it, how do you like to give it. It's kind of like the love languages, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, knowing knowing what someone else's love language is and giving them love in the way that they receive it. 
not just the way that you do. So I think it's really important to uh, to have those conversations and to know what uh, what the other how the other person feels compassion from others or love um, so that you can um, but also how you do right so like Terry was saying giving it to yourself and then being able to give it to others lovely so Robin do you have a a tool that you could share with our listeners that they could easily do and take away with them tonight and practice so part of what I do is is a lot of inner work, and what I would suggest is whenever they want to feel or to connect or to ground and align, to really focus inwardly and to do that by taking deep breaths and to clear the mind. I think the mind is the greatest adversary <laughs> that we have within our lives that so much of what brings turmoil is mentally induced. And so if we can recognize and if some will recognize that the thoughts that we think are not perhaps truly who we are and that by simply remaining and being present in the moment and mentally staying with the thoughts that you're thinking that you can then reposition and redirect those thoughts to happier thoughts, the thoughts that bring a chuckle, thoughts that bring happiness and a shift to the way you see things. Because so often it's those mental things that we fixate upon and then they mm-hmm. loop in our mental awareness and they keep reappearing. And so we've got to become the good stewards of the thoughts that we're thinking. And simply by monitoring the thoughts that you think, by staying present with them and always the conscious observer, then you can move to shift and change those negative ones that make you feel bad. And it's simply by recognizing that these thoughts may not be of the highest and best nature and not to blame or put judgment or any label to them because then you just get on the other side of the fence of the thought (laughs) and you're not really Mm -hmm. moving beyond it. And so to stay with it, to not judge it, but to just choose a different thought to replace it. But it takes a little Mm -hmm. practice because the mind is pretty crafty and it will, it will go along with your storyline until it recognizes that, you're buying into something else that it will propose and suppose. And so it's, it's developing. I, I, I relate it to developing a muscle and the elders Mm -hmm. who I get insights from relate it to developing a muscle. And so you just kind of have to keep working at it until you gain the fortitude and the strength to kind of remain aware. And it's you gaining that conscious awareness of the activity that you're in and you're always then the conscious observer as opposed to being in the activity, you're of the activity. So instead of being in the drama, you become of the drama and then you don't engage in it in quite the way that you would otherwise 
you relinquish and release and allow for the experience to occur, but not to be drawn into it mentally in a negative way, especially if it's one that's not a positive occurrence. Mm-hmm. Does that make yeah, sense? I think that there's real power, real power in uh, being able to switch your to switch your thoughts. I mean, because you know we are our thoughts, and when we are aware and can recognize that those thoughts are detrimental to our our self our self love our self acceptance and create within us these stories that aren't true that aren't truly us i think that's right. really a powerful a powerful um capacity to be able to do that you know to be aware and switch those thoughts and change those thoughts so that you're in alignment yeah exactly. powerful yeah yes <laughs> mhm Yes, I completely agree. And I think that's a great exercise to just pause and breathe and center yourself and really stay present to your thoughts and to um, the motivation behind them. Because I think a lot of the times we can talk to ourselves being motivated by fear and that's when the you know, when the negative thoughts and limiting beliefs and um, all those kinds of thoughts come in. But when we can really get connected and um, go deep within ourselves and find out, you know, where those truths and, and lies live and and eliminate those lies, that is you know, that's still a form of, of overthinking possibly, but it's motivated by freedom. So really getting clear on your voice of your voice of freedom and um, being able to listen to your voice of freedom more easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lovely. So... We talked about a couple tools tonight, um, the one that Robin just shared and seeing innocence. While Robin was seeing it made me think of my favorite tool. Well, I say that about all of it, but it is one of my favorite tools, um, which is to ask yourself, am I making this up or is it true? And so that's another way to kind of challenge the story. Mm-hmm. Um, that you might be telling yourself is ask yourself, okay, is this really true or am I making am I making it up? Um, because our brain mm-hmm. likes to have a a complete picture, and if there is a piece missing, it makes it up so that the picture <laughs> is complete. Um, but if we don't stop and ask ourselves that question, we might not realize that that piece isn't actually a true piece. So, you know, just pausing once again, pausing, right. And, and really um, asking ourselves, you know, are, is this really true or am I just assuming or am I making it up or am I whatever it may be? So often when we stop and we judge, we only can judge from from our own perspective. 
And so how can we know someone else's thought process in the judgment that we place upon another? And what I've been told is that judgment is always self-judgment. And so to release judgment and to release those things because the mind factually does not know. (laughs) It, It mostly knows things that it presumes that are factually incorrect. So you're exactly mm-hmm. right. I agree. Yeah. Well, Robin, we have loved having you here. I want to, in this last five minutes of the show, I want to give you the opportunity to share that information um, about the things that you have coming up and the opportunities that our listeners can take advantage of. Oh, well, thank you, Terry. I appreciate Terry. Oh, <laughs> Kelly, I appreciate <laughs> it. Um I have a website, it's advancedenergetics.org, and there it talks about um, our books. We have books on finding your purpose, books on self-healing, and it's the means of, of going to our blog posts and reading about, gosh, a number of universal truths because everything pretty much on the website is um, a universal truth. And so... We've got an event coming up, but I really had wanted when <laughs> when Terry was sharing about gratitude because I chuckled, and I always worry that sometimes it's misperceived the chuckling, but I just <laughs> chuckled because <laughs> because I had literally just changed, and I opened up the website to see what it had said because I changed it earlier today, and the title in the event section is, Are You an Overachiever or People Pleaser? And... Um, and that was the context in which um, that addictive quality was was being written at, written down. So I I just really wanted to clarify it more than I did to promote the event. But um, <laughs> yeah, I've got an event coming up in a few weeks, and so it's just a joy and a pleasure to um, to be with both of you, lovely ladies, again after we were at a retreat together. And I just feel like life is. A blessing and when I can hear the gratitude that it's so easy to come up with those 100 points of gratitude and not just short little quips but but longer ones but I will say that the short ones are important too because sometimes when you're in a state of depression you can't see those longer ones and you can't see the ones that um, when you are focused and you are dealing with intention, um, it's easier to come up with those. But when you're in a state where you feel lost and remiss and less than, um, sometimes just looking at the beauty of a flower or the beauty of a leaf or the um, uniqueness of a tree, you know, when you can get back into nature and you can focus upon those things that I think we're given simply for that purpose to revitalize and fortify and restore our soul, you know, those, those are, are lifelines sometimes. So mm-hmm. I don't want to lose sight of that either, but it's lovely to be able to come up with so many beautiful insights and points of gratitude because really I believe at the end of the day that's what it's all about. It's, it's recognizing that we're gifted in this life, that we have that opportunity to move in ways that are unparalleled and when we release the mental constraints that are upon us release the judgment and self-judgment and we give ourselves compassion 
it starts here because we can't truly give it to anyone else unless we are willing to accept and receive it individually. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Robin, again. And please any links that you would like to your website or to the event in the Facebook group so that our listeners can have easy one-click access. Remind you all that the 12 Steps for Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about the Fearless Living Institute, please go to fearlessliving.org. You can find out everything you want about Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org, or you can follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Um, and we encourage you to go there. We have all new workshops this year, and we would love for you to be a part of it. Um, our complimentary workshop is going to be every second Saturday from 10 to 11.30 a.m. Pacific time, and we'd love to have you there. So go check out Facebook or the site so that you can get registered and come to our complimentary event called What is Fear? And learn about even more, learning even more about your voice of fear, more about how fear affects us, how fear, um, I like to describe fear as a helicopter mom, um, and um, how it really loves us and wants us to be safe. It just doesn't... um, doesn't understand that the way it's doing it is keeping us from living our purpose and having joy. So we thank you all for being here. I thank you, Terry. I thank you, Robin. And until next time, be fearless. Good night. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.